We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On this episode of Drinks with Binks, you know, we've been so fortunate enough to have so many inspiring and interesting people on this show. And today's guest is all of that and more. She's the voice of the Sixers on NBC Sports Philadelphia. She works for the Pac-12 Network and called games for the Tokyo Olympics, among so many other firsts, Kate Scott. Kate tells us what it's been like to hold a traditionally male-dominated job, what the vibe is like around the Sixers without Ben Simmons, and how important it has been to be openly gay for so many others that are looking for inspiration in this industry and beyond. We're sipping on some whiskey. Yes, it is 11 a.m. This is Drinks with Binks. Hey guys, welcome on into Drinks with Binks. I'm Julie Stewart Binks. Now, over the last two years that we've done this show, we've been so fortunate to have people on that have stories that are interesting and inspiring across a variety of mediums and in sports, media, and entertainment. And today's guest embodies all of that and even more, as she is the voice of the Philadelphia 76ers, the first woman in Philadelphia sports history to call a major men's team, as well as being the first being part of the first female NHL broadcast, the first female Warriors broadcast. She works at the Pac-12 Network as well as being a part of the Tokyo Olympics. She literally does everything and is giving us time here today to be able to talk to her. And I just want to say congratulations to Kate Scott for dancing on the glass ceiling and helping <laughs> pave the way for all of us women in the industry. So cheers to you. Thanks for joining us. Oh, cheers, Julie. It's so great to be on here. And I was hoping you were actually going to start with, we've had so many great guests on over the past couple of years. We had a cancellation this week. So everybody, here's Kate Scott. It's so great to be on with okay. you. Okay, no, 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 man. You are like, I bow down to you. You've done so much and you've been such an inspiration for women. And I mean, you've, you've kept going through so many different paths and different uh, experiences. And like right now, when you hear all those different firsts, like, how does that make you feel? What's sort of the takeaway from it? Mm, yeah, there's a lot of takeaways. Um, I mean, first, it makes me exhausted <laughs> to think that I have been able to do all those things, but also really proud, obviously. Um, but then also some frustration and disappointment, right? Like, it's 2021. Why am I the one accomplishing all these things 
over the past couple of years, as you know, why has it taken so long? Why me? Why haven't other people who I know have been qualified gotten the opportunity? So there's a lot of mixed emotions in there, but I think it comes back to proud because we're seeing lots of movement over these last few months mm-hmm. in all the different sports. So I'm starting to, to hope that uh, it's not just going to be me much longer. Right. And uh, I completely understand those different feelings in being the first of many and hopefully many more. And in, for you now as a play-by-play commentator, which has been a role traditionally held by men, especially as we mentioned in the Philadelphia sports area, what do you think are uh, ways that that almost like not you can hold the door open because this isn't on your shoulders, but that that other people can see people, women in a role like this going forward. So there are more Kate Scotts in whatever league or sport there is. Well, it's interesting that you said hold the door because that's a joke I've made with other people that I kind of see myself as a reverse Hodor, right? From Game of Thrones, like, <laughs> sorry, spoiler alert, he holds the door in the other direction. Um, but but <laughs> that's how I see myself because a lot of people ask, like, do you see yourself as a trailblazer? I don't because I see Beth Moens and Pam Ward and Gail Searins and, and the women who maybe don't get as much pub as I'm getting right now, but they were really the first, they were the trailblazers. Mm -hmm. And now I do see it as my job, even though it's not my responsibility, I do feel that deep in my bones, Julie, to hold the door open for as many people who want to do this as possible. And I'm not just talking about women and blonde white women, I'm talking about anybody because sports fans, as we know, are so, so vast. I mean, it spans the world. We don't even have to speak the same language and we can cheer for the same team. Um, So to answer your question, I see it as my job to be as good at what I'm doing right now as possible, because that is what's going to open the eyes and ears of minds of the people who are doing the hiring. Right. And that's who we have to impress. The, The fans and the audience obviously matters. But I'm really hoping to just do a great job every Sixers game I call, any other game I'm calling right now, so that the people who maybe have concerns that it would be a risk to hire somebody who doesn't look like a lot of the men who've been calling sports for all of our lives, they'll think, hmm, that girl Kate Scott in Philly seems to be doing okay, and they seem to have taken a liking to her. Maybe we should think outside the box with our next hire. Right. Yeah. Having that example that people can point to and say, hey, well, she's doing a great job. I can be someone similar to her in that role. And you did mention an interesting point I was going to ask you about later on. But, uh, you know, both of us are white females in this industry and we Mm -hmm. do have white privilege in our roles. And you've spoken about that before. Uh, How are you? maybe using your platform or your role or or your the spotlight that you have to be able to help others that might not necessarily have the advantages that we have just based on the color of our skin. Yeah, I mean, it's super important to me. That's why I wore this shirt this morning. Meg Reyes, shout out, my girl back in the Bay Area. Uh, she made this a number of months ago, and I just loved it. Um, because it is, you know, Julie, I mean, you and I have been in TV and radio and everything for a long time. We know that we're the first in the door because uh, I, I don't know why, but we just are. Um, and it is really important to me because as strange as this may sound to some people, I didn't see myself on sports television when I was a little girl because this is not how I look most of the time, y'all. I am <laughs> no makeup, hat on, look like a 12-year-old Same. boy. That That is my normal. <laughs> that is my natural. And now getting to know all the women, the Leslie Vissers and Andrea Cambers and Bonnie Bernstein, who I saw hair and makeup up when I was a little girl, getting to know them and know that, oh, they were like that too, right? But there was no social media when we were growing up. So we only saw these mm-hmm. perfect women. Um, 
so I didn't see that. So now it's really important to me to try to help everybody who also doesn't see themselves reflected in sports broadcasting. I'm always learning because I know I can do a better job, but I know that I have this platform now. So I'm trying to learn and grow and do as much as I can to promote and amplify and, and teach um, and just lift up as many people as I can. Well, that's just great for everyone to listen to that and understand how they can do more in terms of just getting more diverse voices and more diverse personalities and people involved in the sport, because then the sport grows because we have, uh, you know, array of various different perspectives that we haven't had in the past, usually when it's just been white men for the most part. And and I think the really important thing about that really, sorry, Julie, to cut you yeah. off and then I'll actually let you do the interview. But I think it's really important also to point out when I say all of those things and when I'm looking at this shirt, it is qualified, prepared, deserved, er, people who have earned those spots, right? I think that's the most important for all of us because that is how those doors are then going to continue to open. You don't just want to give me the job at the Sixers, oh, because we wanted to do something different. You want to be the best so that you do do a great job so that you can mm-hmm. open the doors for other people. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. And with the Sixers job that you've been in, for, uh, I guess, a couple <laughs> weeks, months now. Uh, Who knows? Sure I don't know. They is. all run together at this point. Yeah, I know. Um, but how, is it, how has it been so far for you? You know, you moved from Cali to Philadelphia. You're in this, <laughs> this hotbed of sports fandom. What's it been like? Oh, it's been amazing. I know. That was the big question. And that was a question I actually asked uh, everybody at NBC Sports Philadelphia and the Sixers, who were obviously involved in the hiring process. Um, did the audition. We were towards the end, went out to lunch. And I said, all right, boys, like, let's lay this out. Cause it was all dudes as we know. And pretty much all of them were born and raised in Philly. I said, all right, boys, lay it on the table. I want you to be so happy with this hire, whether it's me, whether it's, I, I want it to be perfect because you're taking over for a legend in Mark Zumoff, who was here for 27 years, Philly born and raised, incredible guy. Uh, and I said, what the hell's Philly going to think of a, a blonde gay chick from California? Like, how's that going to work out? <laughs> and they all started cracking up. Um, and they said, you know what, Kate, we're all born and raised in Philly and we really, really like you. So we trust that we're a bunch of Philly dudes who feel a kinship with you. And we trust that a lot of other people are going to feel the same. And, and that meant a lot to me, right? Because this was really scary for so many reasons, moving across the country, NBA, mm-hmm. Philly, everything you've heard about it. But so far, 
I am loving it, Julie. Like the fans have been so kind. I, I keep telling them, oh. you all just say that you're tough and rough and don't like outsiders to keep your property <laughs> values down, right? Because everyone has been so nice. Uh, the crew is amazing. My partner all is amazing. So yeah, I'm sure at some point I'll say something and it'll be, you suck. We hate you. Go back to California. Uh, but so far, so good. <laughs> well, that's really great to hear because you bring up a great point and that, you know, so many markets, if you're not necessarily from there or yeah. have been born and raised and had it through your blood that they don't accept you necessarily. And yeah. I've lived in seven different cities, three different countries have always been an outsider. So I know exactly what it feels like for places <laughs> to be like, you show off. You're you know, showing off, Julie. Why are you showing up? I mean, I've lived in 15 different countries. And yeah, yeah, I've been living all over. I've just been, you know, um, a hobo <laughs> everywhere. But, uh, but yeah, if you didn't grow up with the pajamas of that team as yeah. a child, then like, well, you can't do this job. But it's great to see that that is certainly changing. And with the team, uh, you've been covering them this year. We know that there's, let's get the, the elephant out of the room out of the way with Ben Simmons and the whole standoff between Where's my the whiskey? Team. Here's my whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's down that one before this. Like, from your, from your like, vantage point, where does this story go from here? Uh, great question. I have no idea of the answer. Um, but what I do know, and this is what I've been saying to everybody, uh, Doc Rivers, coach of our Sixers, has been incredible since I touched down in Philly. He said, Kate, whatever you need, come to practice, come to shoot around, watch film with us. Anytime you have questions for me, pop in my office. And I say that because I have been at practices and shoot arounds and watching film before Ben was here and since Ben arrived. And the coolest thing for me to see has been that this team has not changed at all, other than the fact that he wasn't here and now he's here. Like Joel Embiid is stepping up his leadership. Can't talk enough about the young guys, Tyrese Maxey and Shake Milton and Furkan Korkmaz. And like, they really want to learn and they're asking questions every day because that's what we watch, right? Like you don't learn that much from practice other than I like to watch the, the interactions that are going on maybe away from the ball. The old guys, as I call them, even though they're all younger than me, uh, you know, Andre Drummond and George Niang and, and Danny Green, like these guys have been in the league for a while. They've earned their money. They're here to win a championship and teach the young guys how to be professionals right. and, how, and how to, you know, just get a little extra out of them. So I say that because the team chemistry is off the charts. They're having so much fun with each other. They're working their tails off. I mean, you know, at shoot around, usually day of a game. It's usually a walkthrough. Okay, here's how this team is going to screen you. This person's going to look to go left as opposed to right. But they're like crushing defensive rotations, running hard, slapping each other on the butt. Let's go, man. And that is what has me so excited about this team. We've seen a couple of games already this week where they're playing with like four guys against the defending champion yeah. Bucks, and, and still playing them to the wire without three of their starters, four of their starters. Um, so... Uh, I don't know how the Ben Simmons situation is going to play out. I know that Daryl Morey has been fantastic in all of his previous stops about making things work. Doc Rivers has always gotten the most out of his players mm -hmm. at his previous stops. And then seeing the guys we have here, like they really enjoy playing with each other. They love ball. They're good. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that they're off to a pretty darn good start so far. Yeah, well, you put it perfectly there, which is the team chemistry being able to form together without one of their star players and yeah. another star player that is out with Cove right now. You mentioned Joel Embiid. I was listening to the uh, Bill Simmons podcast just to obviously credit what this, they were talking about. And Jackie McMullen. Oh, yeah, the Boston guy. Okay. We'll allow yeah, it. was saying, <laughs> you know, um, that the idea that COVID was such a big story uh, and especially like, you know, they did a good job in the bubble. 
but that now we've almost come to just accept it as sort of like, oh, they're out with COVID, like, oh, they're out with COVID. And it's kind of just, that's now our new normal, normal. Yeah. Is guys are just going to be out with COVID. And, but it does seem as though maybe Embiid might be struggling with it a bit, but it's just like another day, another guy out. Yeah, I know. Uh, and that's strange, isn't it? Uh, I don't like mm-hmm. that we've gotten here. I understand why, because we're just at this like societal fatigue at this point, since we're so long into this pandemic. But uh, but yeah, it's definitely something that I- I'm paying attention to was the TV voice of this team, because it sounds like he is having symptoms. And um, I'm one of those people, nobody in my family has passed from COVID, but I know a number of people who have lost mm-hmm. relatives and friends. So it is, even though it has been going on for a while, it is still very real to me and I'm paying a lot of close attention to it. So, uh, so I don't know what's going to happen, but I think it is um, a little bit worrisome that so many guys on our team are, are out right now in health and safety protocols. We don't know uh how bad the symptoms are, who's suffering symptoms other than Joel. We heard a couple of days ago that he is. So I'm thinking of those guys and I'm wishing them the best because as we've seen, it hits everybody differently. We saw that last year. Seth Curry on our team had it last year and he said Mm -hmm. it took him a really long time to get over it. So keeping my fingers crossed and wishing everybody the best, no doubt. Right. And especially in the long run too, like years and years down the road, hopefully we don't you know, have any kind of symptoms with guys feeling it with long COVID. But for you, we know that the Sixers broadcast isn't traveling right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a product of that. How, in other ways that fans wouldn't know, how has the, the season and having to deal with COVID affected just like your daily, your daily life and doing your job still? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think that's the big part of it, right? You know, our road games, we're just going over to the arena and going to NBC Sports Philadelphia and calling off monitor there. Um, So I, I think it's, I mean, we're just a couple months into my MBA career, which hopefully will be very long. Um, so maybe stunted isn't the right word, but you know, Julie, like you get so much more when you're on the road with guys, right? I would be traveling with the team and with the coaches. So I think my relationships with them would be starting to grow a little bit more than they are. Same with uh, the other teams and other coaches and other broadcasters from other cities who I haven't been able to, mm-hmm. to meet yet, who give you a little more inside information. That's a little thing we do before every broadcast, you know, talk to the other play-by-play announcers. What dirt, you know, what inside information do you have on your team? Yeah. And I'll give you same so that you can sound more educated on your broadcast. So um, there are minor things, again, in the overall scheme. And I know that, uh, fingers crossed, knock on wood, we're going to be traveling shortly. So stay tuned, Sixers fans. So just kind of trying to take it in all in stride because, again, so grateful I'm here. So grateful I'm healthy. Um, And just whatever, whatever NBC Philly needs, whatever the Sixers need right now, I'm there for it. So bring on the challenge. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I know that you have been openly gay for a very long time. And when I first started following on Twitter, uh, it had been already, you'd been out before and you've spoken so much about your partner. And in what way do you feel you have maybe helped others that didn't feel necessarily as comfortable in their own skin to be able to be open about, you know, who they are? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Julie, it's been really important to me. You know, we mentioned the word privilege earlier, and I know a lot of people probably roll their eyes and scoff at that at this point. But when it comes to being gay, I have so much privilege because I am a blonde white woman, because I'm a feminine looking lesbian. There's so many layers to this. Um, because my parents are supportive. My wife's parents are supportive. Like we have a wonderful group of friends. We're financially stable. We have housing, like things that a lot of us take for granted. A lot of members of the LGBTQA plus community don't have. So I told myself if I ever got to a point where I was confident and comfortable in my abilities as a broadcaster, um, I was going to be out because I wanted other people who are a part of our community to have somebody because I didn't have somebody, right? That was, I flashed back to the day I came out to my parents on my 21st birthday and my mom started crying. And I remember thinking to myself, oh crap, I thought my mom knew and was going to be supportive. <laughs> and, um, and she said, Kate, I'm not crying for that. I'm so scared for you because you're already trying to be a woman in sport broadca- sports broadcasting. And now you're telling me you're going to try to be a, a gay woman in sports broadcasting. And she just said, do you know any, like, tell me right now, do you know any out broadcasters who are successful? And I paused and I said, you know what, mom, I don't, but I'll tell you this. If I get to a point where I can be that person for somebody, I'm going to be that person for them so that the next generation can have somebody. And, you know, again, it's another responsibility that I don't have to have, but it's so important to me because I'm so lucky to be here, Julie. So, um, so yeah, I love being that person for, for other people. And I've gotten some amazing notes that I will never forget from kids who want to do this, but also from parents. Those have been some of my, oh. the most meaningful to me. Like my daughter just came out to me. I don't know any gay people, but we've listened to you on the radio in San Francisco for six years. And you're a talking point at our kitchen table. Like you and Nicole seem so boring. Oh. You went to Home Depot last weekend and then you all had a flat tire. Like, oh, you're not in sequins and glitter and pride parades every weekend. Like you seem like a normal human. So <laughs> although I support my friends who do pride every weekend, don't worry. I, I love you all. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, but I like to joke that I'm a boring old gay. So I, I really, that's why I'm out. It's not for me, right? Like I'm so fortunate to have a wonderful partner and wonderful family, but I am out and vocal about it because I hope to be that example for other people who want to do this. Wow. Kate, you are just so inspiring and and so motivating and, and what an incredible resource for just so many people who, as you said, didn't maybe wouldn't have had a role model to be able to look up to in this industry. And that is so selfless of you. So I, I mean, 
thank you so much for being like just this incredible human being that's also oh, just geez. knocking down every how, how door. Lucky, for... Julie, how lucky are we, man? We're drinking whiskey oh, yeah. right now at 11 in the morning. I'm at 11 in the morning drinking 11 whiskey. 11 a.m. I think it's important to point out the timing. And that's why I have ice. I usually do neat, but I got I got to get stuff done the rest of the day. So I had to add some ice in here. Yes, I know. We have we have jobs to do. Like <laughs> exactly. this is mine. But but how but, lucky? Um, Kate, how lucky am I? So, we are anyway. really lucky. Thank you for also reminding me that too. I needed that today as I drink in the morning. But um, <laughs> you know, your your words are so inspiring. And before we let you go, because there's so many other things we want to talk to you about. Yeah, uh, we have a lot of Philadelphia people on our staff who had Uh-oh. many very intricate questions, of which we're only going to get to one. Pronunciations. <laughs> you, have... <laughs> yeah. What's your Philly accent like now? No. Um. What uh is your what's the best cheesesteak place that you've had? Oh no, I'm not answering that question. <laughs> I learned straight away to not answer that question. Um, but I have had some wonderful cheesesteaks, and that was another question. It was hilarious in my interview. Uh, uh, they were like. So we know you went to Berkeley and are from California. Are you, are you vegan? <laughs> and I said, don't worry, boys. I may be gay from California, but I love me some meat. So hook me up with all the cheese sticks. And they, everyone was like, okay. I was like, I love beer. I love whiskey. Don't worry. It, it, we're going to make the transition okay. So I've had a number of great ones. Do you have a favorite, Julie, since you're not from here and you can tell me and not get I don't have a favorite. I'll eat any cheese steak. Like, right? I don't really know the difference. <laughs> just uh, eat whatever uh but in the in my notes like uh yeah. producer wrote tasty cakes didn't know what that was it, so that is a dessert that is like made here in philly and i am starting to get to know those yes um because i'm not i'm a savory person so i'd re- really rather have like 10 cheesesteaks but i had my first tasty cake a week ago it was a honey bun people were very upset that that's where i started because uh, the butterscotch crumpets, right, guys? And also there's some chocolate Crimp- ones. Crimpets, I'm being told. Crimpets, butterscotch crimpets. <laughs> yeah, my bad, my bad. New kid, you just have to roll with the punches right now, Julie. Um, and I'm supposed to like put them in the freezer for a few minutes before I have them, right, guys? So I will I will make that happen very soon. Um, okay. And I will dive into all the things. That's so. a lot of stress to put, like, to also have to take that on I know. as well. That's why like, whiskey at 11 a.m., Julie, a every day, culture. not just with you. Mm-hmm. And, like, gain a million pounds eating, like, hoagies and cheesesteaks and tasty cakes and whatever Girl, else. Girl, is- I have definitely put on 10 pounds right now, and I just... <laughs> You get to this point in your career and you're like, look, I'm having a blast. I'm calling football with Mike Golick. I'm drinking whiskey at 11 in the morning in Philly. So come January, I'm on that cleanse with the rest of the world. We're going to do it in January. Yep, YOLO. Yep. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's holiday season now. So, uh, you know, cows don't count. Exactly. What's up, everybody? It's the Cooligans. Hello, I'm Christian. I'm Alexis. Okay, we are two stand-up comedians, and we host uh, the funniest soccer show you've ever seen. That's right. We love talking about soccer. We're wild. We're silly. We have no idea what we're doing, but it's a fun ride. And we're on Fubo every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. That's right. Fubo Sports Network. Do it. Subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube page for clips and full episodes. Follow us at Fubo Sports on all social media channels. Also available in podcast form wherever you find your favorite pods. 
Katie, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, where can we find you next? Where can everyone find your your info and social? Oh gosh, I don't know who would want to do that, but for the three of you, mom and dad, who want to find me, uh, I'm at Kate the letter T because some jerk got to Kate Scott before me on all the social media. So Kate <laughs> T, as in Tyrannosaurus Rex Scott, on Twitter and Instagram, and those are my socials. And then NBA League Pass. Watch the Sixers home broadcast and we'll have some fun. Julie, thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for being on here. And it would be real badass if your middle name was actually Tyrannosaurus Rex. So I might have to steal that one if I ever have children someday. Uh, But thank you so much. And guys, you know where to find us and all of our other episodes on YouTube at Fubo Sports. And until next time, bottoms up, bitches. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.